Before we begin, I wanted to give a huge shout out to Amazon Music for partnering with us on this episode of Three Techies Banter. But you'll hear more about this later on the episode. Let's get right into today's episode. So we are back with another episode of Shorts and just before I started doing the short, I got a very badly mimicked by Sheetal. So I had to change my approach. But uh, So we, this is the part of 3TB where we talk about fun, interesting things that we came across and would like to share with you. Uh, so I will get started first by giving you a useless piece of information, which is that in 1974, the 3000 year old mummy of Pharaoh Ramses II was issued a valid Egyptian passport so that he could be flown to Paris for repairs. How about that? No, no, which, which, uh, so this was Egyptian passport. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, they, they could have, they could have at least tried giving the mummy a strong passport, like, a, like a Japanese. They didn't want a traveling mummy. <laughs> they didn't want a traveling mummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the mummy was only able to travel to Paris, I presume. Paris and back. Yeah, yeah. No, no loitering mummies here. <laughs> and the other thing I discovered in my travel is that you know, a, a lot of times we say this thing that uh, I'll be back in a jiffy. Uh, so the, a jiffy is actually a unit of measure. It is actually 10 milliseconds. It's an actual measurement of time. Uh, it refers to one uh, cycle of the computer system clock, which is 10 milliseconds. So when in, used in physics, it stands for the amount of time that it takes light to travel one centimeter. Oh, How about wow. that? That was that was not useless piece of information. I think. <laughs> yes. How you try use jiffy in a sentence? No. <laughs> Light traveling for one centimeter. Okay, interesting. <laughs> interesting. So, if you come from the world of retail, a jiffy is an iron. Okay. So, it, you, I, I don't know if any of you has ever seen that, but you know, you have those standing irons where you use the, uh, it's a steam iron, which is used to iron clothes in stores, right? To make sure that everything looks uh, pretty and beautiful and uncreased and all of that. Those are also called jiffies. Um, so, yeah, I, I assume it comes from the fact that you can iron a piece of cloth in a jiffy. Um, so, there I used it in a sentence for you. Oh, so, you know, what? I always <laughs> wanted to, uh, you know, kind of have one of those to quickly, you know, freshen up your clothes. And probably I was not using the right word. I had to search for a jiffy. <laughs> not Yes, it's available and it's really convenient. Okay, so you must so buy I, it. I, I used to uh, call it some strange things, you know, and the search never landed because for me it was an iron, but it is a jiffy. Okay, <laughs> It's called a jiffy. Interesting. Let me jump next then. It is not completely useless piece of information, let me put it that way. So, so uh, I, I searched uh, about it. Uh, so, uh, the search originated from a news I read about a few weeks back in Ireland, right? And it was, uh, for me, that news was very interesting. So, in, uh, I think, mid-September, Ireland 
essentially had more renewable energy produced than the energy consumed by the whole country in a week right for that week there were reasons for it so ireland a renewable source of energy primary sources wind and we had a storm so ireland has many storms i realized <laughs> so so for that that week uh, the the amount of energy produced uh, renewable energy was more than the consumption then i started reading a bit about it you know the sad part was and i think uh, i remember in one of our podcasts we talked about a smart electricity grid you know and where it could aggregate energy from all sources so the sad part was even after generating more energy they had to sell it to britain because their grids can not take more than 75% of renewable energy so it, it's like you know these are not smart grids and they are built uh, to maintain you know uh, the, the the renewable energy goes up and down so the grid has been programmed to get 25% from your fossil fuels and stuff like that so in a way they had excess and they sold it but then i realized that let me check you know this was fantastic i mean world is moving in the right direction are there any countries who actually do 100% renewable energy and i i thought maybe my search would be futile i was shocked there are three countries who completely use renewable sources for their energy needs uh, these three countries are i mean one i could have predicted uh, the other two no so the one i could have predicted was iceland so iceland has uh, completely renewable energy is 75% water and 25% geothermal the other two were uh, totally you know i didn't know the, uh, them at all so which is albania and paraguay uh, both have 100% hydropower wow. uh, water 100%. So these three countries, Albania, Paraguay and Iceland uh, do not use but just like your wind case are these two underwater or something because of that they are generating no. <laughs> and by the way wind, there was a close fourth uh, which was also predictable uh, in my mind was uh, Norway which generates 97% of its needs uh, uh, again from uh, water. So apparently in November 2020 the local council of an Austrian village voted to change the name of the village to F U G G I N G okay to resolve some long standing problems the change took effect on 1st jan 2021 the village's name had, had the, this village's name had a has been a subject of international attention and humor for years and the, the old name was there for a thousand years and the change was intended to kind of put an end to these issues while preserving historical significance so you can just guess the old name of this village <laughs> i've been doing extensive research in the space so ott uh film tv all of that and i remember nilesh when we were in your house we were talking about how apple tv has great you know series and cinema and things like that and netflix is becoming a little boring and uh, you know none of us is really a fan and in those days it used of sony lives and z5 you know i don't think we're their audience will be having said that i discovered a platform which is called movie.com okay and i don't know if you all are aware of movie.com but movie actually gives you some really interesting cinema from around the globe and it's something that i would love to subscribe to so if you're a movie buff if you're a person who um, 
you know, wants to watch alternative cinema, you're fed up of the US onslaught on your senses, etc. They have everything from the Cannes Film Festival, Venice Film Festival, you know, stuff like that. And the kind of movies that I'm seeing over there, I would absolutely be, I think I would just stop watching all other OTT channels. So I'm veering more and more towards, so I've just paid for the subscription of movie. So Mira, interestingly, movie.go in India has, movie.go in India has partnered with PVR. And with their subscription, you get a movie ticket free every week for movies that they have, you know, they launch. So PVR has some scheme of like some X amount, you can see some 30 trailers or they have a day pass now, you can see as many movies in a day and stuff like that. No, but this is very interesting because they bring these uh, really well-known cinema or at least not well-known, but critically acclaimed cinema into the theatres and you can get, so part of your subscription is also a movie ticket. And I thought that's an interesting play. It may not give you a choice of time and things like that, but hey, I'm sure in a you know you can go and watch a movie a week. Um, so I think that was my uh, discovery this week of this new. Uh, it's not new; it's old. Uh, <laughs> of this platform which gives you fantastic cinema and Nilesh, because you're a buff, I know, and Sabina, so are you. All three of us like our movies. Good, good, good. So I think, you know, I think this whole shorts thing started out by us uh, trying to have more fun than we were already having. So I thought, let me find some scientific basis for this. So I went and dug up some information and I found that scientists have discovered that it takes about approximately 400 repetitions of of listening to a task for a new synapse to be covered and, you know, created in the brain. Unless it is done in play and in fun, in which can case it takes 10 to 20 repetitions, which essentially means that we are teaching people things about 20 times faster than any other platform because we are having fun while teaching them. So I think we are on the right track here. <laughs> so I thought that was a great piece of information. <laughs> so on that note of learning uh, easier, faster <laughs> scalable learning <laughs> we we come to an end of another episode of shorts uh, i hope uh, you liked uh, this uh, short piece of our banter i hope you subscribe to our channels keep listening uh, and we'll come come back with more shorts Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Three Techies Banter. Just wanted to say a big thank you to Amazon Music once again for partnering with us on this episode of the podcast.